You guys remember about 10, maybe 15 years ago when Burger King released the, those series of commercials that featured that creepy looking king? And he would go around sneaking up on people, giving them hamburgers and breakfast sandwiches. Those, were, those co commercials were both terrifying and incredible at the same time. I remember uh, that Burger King even released an Xbox game called Sneak King, where you could, literally, you could actually play the role of the Burger King in the game and break into people's homes and surprise them with free Whoppers. And you say, well, like, what could be more fun than that? Well, let me tell you. When I was in college, I had a friend named Brian Krogsgaard, and Brian campaigned to be the student body president of our campus. And you know, because his initials were BK, his campaign theme was a spin on the old Burger King slogan, have it your way with BK. And so as a part of this theme, he purchased the Burger King costume, and he asked me to go all over campus, go around campus and sneak up on people, surprise them, and hand them campaign flyers that said, vote for Brian. And so I got to be the real life Burger King and sneak up on people all over campus. I jumped out from behind bushes, jumped from, out, from trash cans, and I would startle and scare people, and I had so much fun doing it. And you know, the truth is, it's not really in my personality to be the type of guy who sneaks up on and scares people. And honestly, I like to think that I'm a pretty normal, not, kind of, not creepy kind of guy, you know? But when I put on the Burger King costume, my whole personality changed. I took on the characteristics of the king. I took on his movements, his mannerisms, his actions. You see, when I put on the clothes of the Burger King, I took on both his appearance and his behavior. And in Ephesians 4, the Apostle Paul says that we are to do the same thing with the righteousness of God. That we're to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Later in Ephesians 6, he restates this using an image of battle armor and says, Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And Paul says that we are to put on the righteousness of God so that we can fight the spiritual battles that we face with His strength and power. And the truth is, we're all fighting some kind of battle right now. You know, some of you are battling grief. Some of you are battling fear. Some of you are battling unemployment. Or maybe uh, you're battling loneliness or isolation. Some of you are battling the seemingly unending demands that are now placed on you as you try to navigate work and family. And some of you, you know, you're battling bitterness and you're just frustrated that this is happening. And the truth is that none of those are easy battles, but the promise of the scriptures is clear. And that is that we can stand firm in the midst of these battles if we will put on the armor of God. And Paul says that if you want to stand firm in the strength of God in the face of spiritual battles, then put on the breastplate of righteousness. And you say, well, what does that mean? Well, a breastplate for a Roman soldier was a chest protector. And why would a soldier need to protect his chest? Because in our chest is our heart. And we all know that all of life flows from our hearts. I mean, if, our, if your heart stops pumping, then nothing else will work. When your heart stops, so does everything else. So we have to protect our hearts if we want to experience life. You know, I was, if you've ever been to the ER here in the city, you know that wait times can be frustratingly long. I mean, you can have two broken arms, two broken legs, and just be in pain, and you'll still have to wait to see a doctor. 
but you know that if somebody comes in and they say their chest is hurting and something is wrong with, they think something's wrong with their heart, they go straight to the frontal line and they get to go straight into the ER because the heart is what keeps us alive. And without it, nothing else can function properly. The heart is vital. But you know, our understanding of the heart, it's not just physical, it's spiritual and it's emotional as well. You know, often when we talk about our hearts, we're not talking about our actual physical blood pumping organ. But we're really, when we talk about our hearts, we're talking about the core of our emotions and our spiritual lives. This is why Jesus told His disciples, let not your hearts be troubled. This is why He said, in this world you will face trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. And what Jesus is saying is that not only is it important for a soldier to protect their physical heart, but as Christians we must protect our spiritual hearts. And we do that by covering ourselves in the breastplate of righteousness. And you say, well, what then is righteousness? You know, that's a word we don't really use in common language. You know, it's a spiritual word. Uh, and it's often seen negatively. People will say, oh, that person is so self-righteous. And so the word just it gets reduced to not sinning or not being bad. But the word righteousness in the Bible is actually about being made right. It's about being made into the whole person that God has called you to be. Being righteous is to take what God says about you, or take what God says about how to live a life of joy, victory, and peace, and apply it to who you are becoming. I like what Tony Evans says. He says, righteousness is the application of God's truth. Let me explain it this way. When uh, earlier this week, I installed a new door in my apartment. And so what I did was I took the instructions that Home Depot gave me along with the door, the truth about how the door should be installed. And I applied that truth of the instructions to each step that I took. And when I was finished, I had a door that had been installed rightly. It was a righteous door. Righteousness then is the application of truth. And when we apply the truth of God's words to our lives, that is the righteousness that God is after. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Protect your heart by applying God's truth to your life. Now, I want to give two ways that we can put on the breastplate of righteousness and therefore protect our hearts during these days that we're living in. The first thing I want you to see is that we protect our hearts by knowing the truth of what Jesus has done for us. You know, one of the great battles that really all of us face in our lives at all times is wondering whether or not we're acceptable before others. I mean, and we all want to be seen as right and acceptable in someone's eyes. Everyone, all of us have some significant person or people in our lives that we want to please. It could be a certain group at your school that you just want to be included. It could be your parents, you're trying to live up to their expectations. It could be your peers and you want to be liked. It could be our field of work, you know, we want to be respected or we want to be seen as successful. I mean, it could be the opposite sex. You just want to be loved. These are all areas where we desperately want to be accepted. You know, these things can affect our hearts, can't they? I mean, many of us will shift who we are and how we act and what we pursue and even how we feel about ourselves in order to gain acceptance and to be seen as righteous before others. You know, many people in therapy, this is what they're talking about. People who've spent their whole lives trying to gain, gain the approval of their father or their mother, and eventually it just breaks them down because they never know if they've done enough. And many of us, you know, feel this way about God. 
We worry that we haven't lived well enough for Him to truly accept us, and we worry that we haven't done enough for Him to be, uh, enough for him to be worthy of His love. You know, if righteousness is the application of God's truth, if it's living up to His standard, then we all know that we have a sense that we have failed Him and that we aren't righteous. And in times like this, we can begin to question, like, well, does God then even like me? I mean, we begin to wonder if He's punishing us or rejecting us. And thoughts and feelings like this can break our hearts and devastate us and bring us down. And this is why Paul says we've got to protect our hearts. We must put on the breastplate of God's righteousness to protect our hearts from being broken. And what we need to know is the truth of what Jesus has done for us if we want to protect our hearts. And what is that? 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. And here's what that means. We all feel unrighteous. We've all failed to live up to the standards of our parents, our peers, ourselves, and even God Himself. And we can feel low and we can feel unworthy to be loved, but the message of Christianity is that God looks on us and even when we fall short and even when we don't measure up, He still looks on us with delight and acceptance. He looks on us with the approval and the acceptance that we've always craved. And how does He do it? He does it because Jesus on the cross took all the shame that you and I carry all the guilt in our lives. He took it upon Himself and He let it be crucified with Him. And then three days later, Jesus rose from His grave, no longer bearing your sin and mine because He had put it to death and He stood completely righteous before God. All the truth of God's Word, all the promises of God were all fully answered in Jesus because He is the only one who has been fully righteous before His Father. And now Jesus says to us, come to me and I'll make you righteous, not because of how you've lived, but because of how I've lived. And when Paul says, put on the breastplate of righteousness, he's saying, put on the righteousness of Jesus. He's saying that we can clothe ourselves in the righteousness of Jesus so that when God looks on us, he doesn't see our failures, but he sees Jesus and he says, well done and welcome into my kingdom. You see, when you put on Christ's righteousness, it gives you the standing before God that you need to be accepted, and He accepts you fully. See, this is what your heart has always wanted, isn't it? To be fully known and to be fully accepted. Put on the breastplate of His righteousness. Jesus took our place and has given us His righteousness. And if you want to protect your heart, then cover yourself in that truth. The second thing I want you to see this morning is that we protect our hearts by living like Jesus. You know, I've talked to a lot of you during this quarantine, and this has been a difficult time because a lot of you are facing temptations that are really hard not to give into because in times of stress and uncertainty, we just we can begin to justify doing things that aren't right. And we experience heightened temptation in times of stress. And the truth is this, nothing will break your heart and your spirit and nothing will crush you as much as falling into temptation and being tangled up in your own sin. And the converse is true. Nothing will give you more life and joy and more abundance than being like Jesus and following His lead, His example, and walking in His truth and His freedom. But how do you do this? How do you walk in His freedom? And how do you stand firm against the difficult temptations that you're facing? The breastplate of righteousness. You know, I began this sermon with a story about me playing the role of the Burger King in college. And when I put on that costume, I became the king 
like the king in every way. I took on his personality, his mannerisms, his behavior, even his creepiness. You know, I walked around campus not as Will McGee, but as the Burger King because I was clothed in his robes. The king's clothes gave me the confidence and the courage that I never would have had in my own skin. I became like the king by putting on the king's clothes. And if you want to know how to find the strength to stand firm in whatever temptations you face, then the secret is this. Put on Christ. Put on the breastplate of His righteousness. Take what you know to be true about Jesus and what He has done for you and who He is and cover yourself, clothe yourself in that. And as you do so, the Scriptures promise that you will be conformed into His image and over time you will begin to become more like who He is. And who He is is always loving, always kind, always pure, and always good. That is what your heart wants to know that you're loved by God and that you really can become like Jesus and have victory over your sin and temptation. It's possible because Jesus clothed Himself in flesh. He clothed Himself in our sin and He offers us in its place His righteousness. And we can now be accepted by God and we can now walk in His truth. Stand firm, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and put on the breastplate of His righteousness. Let that sink deep into your soul this morning, church. Let me pray for you. Father in heaven, thank you that you made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God, so that we can be clothed in His righteousness. In His righteousness, God, the righteousness of your Son reminds us that we're loved today. And His righteousness gives us the courage to obey Your truth and to walk in Your freedom. And God, I pray that we all during this pandemic will clothe ourselves in Your righteousness and stand firm. And I pray that we will all come back stronger because of Your strength in us. And it's in Your name we pray. Amen.